What's up? What's up? <laughs> this little man, I gotta always remember to, to lock my phone, but I gotta do a quick video, real quick, a quick audio, quick podcast, cause I was just trying to, I was trying to get something done. It was like on my mind, I needed to get something done, and this is a way to still get my voice out. So I wanted to talk about today. Um, you know, a little conspiracy theory, because I was a big conspiracy theory guy, but now it's like, I don't really care, because I'm trying to get my life together, like I said, so, you know, I don't got time for none of that, but people, you have all of the shootings that have happened since Obama was in office, right, that was like ninth grade for me, and since then, shit been popping off kind of nonstop, um, you had a lot of countries kind of fail and fall into civil war, during his time, and there was already that problem before him, even like through the 90s and the 80s, I believe, with the Middle East, but, you know, a lot of different places that weren't affected before became affected, and, you know, they started being infiltrated by so-called um, Al-Qaeda, and then from what I was hearing, ISIS, another conspiracy theory, ISIS was um, formerly people employed by, you know, the United Nations or the U.S. to combat Al-Qaeda, but it's like once you get rid of one force and you leave it empty, then somebody else is going to try to take over, and now you provided a foreign military with weapons. You created a military, and then that military turned on you, if that's how you want to see it in the, the, the first layer of conspiracy theories. So, um, you know, it's just been crazy, man. A lot of kids get killed. Um, we draw comparisons to... Um, you know, the shit with, like, Dylan Roof. No, not Dylan Roof. I'm thinking about um, Dylan or Danny Keybloid. Them niggas, Keybloid and, and the other one from, um, I can't remember the school name for some reason. But, um, you know what I'm talking about. Them niggas killed a bunch of people in the school. Like, I think that was some real shit. But the theory is, here it goes. The theory is about these mass shootings is that the Illuminati or... Whoever you want to believe, whether you believe in the Illuminati or a government in itself, because one of them exists, or both of them, you have to think about that. But um, either way, the point being, they want to keep killing people or make it seem like people are being killed because they want to take away the weapons. Now, um, I won't say whether or not these people are actually being killed, but what you have to see or have to notice is that when you see something really happen on the news, you see emotion from people, you know? You see real raw emotion where people are saying what they want to say. And it's like, unless you catch a Christian on the off day or on the on day where they're like, you know what, let me think about. But that's like a day later, not in the moment. Niggas, nobody that you know that is a natural person <laughs> is going to have their family member, especially one of their little kids killed and be like, I forgive the person that killed my little eight-year-old kid, you wouldn't do that, not when you come to the interview, you mad, you gonna come to the interview angry, it's like, fuck all that, man, and it's like, you, you see all of these parents, and none of these parents have tears in their eyes, it's like, they can do the whole fake crying, foo-foo, boo-hoo and shit, but nobody's really crying, and I know now me having a kid, like, I didn't have a kid back then, but I knew how I feel about things, and I get emotional, but I hold it down, because, you know, I'm a man. And I had that sensibility since I was like a teenager or even a little kid. So it's like, I'm not going to cry for nothing. But I feel that shit deep in my heart when niggas be talking about niggas dying. Or in my mind. But, you know, 
they're trying to take away the guns because the parents come up and they don't talk about the person that killed them. They come up and the first thing they say is, this boy didn't kill my um my son, my eight-year-old son. It was the AR-15 that killed him and we need to ban all weapons. There's no reason for anybody to have a weapon, you know? And if you're looking at a government, a force, that's the best thing you can have is citizens calling for guns to be taken away. You know, we not tyrannical, we not a communist country, you know, this isn't socialism, so we're not going to come in and and take things like like the Nazi party. We're not going to come in and take, take the things we don't want you to have because we already know that that's not going to work. When you do that, people revolt. People look at that and see that that's wrong, especially with how the past has happened, how the U.S. has stepped in when they didn't need to step in and stepped in where they weren't wanted where you got to let a country do what they going to do for a bit but that's not the world we live in so if america was to turn around and decide that they ready to do what they want to do and they they need the weapons they're not going to do it in a taking it way they're going to make you want to give it up you know i talk to people all the time you know like a year ago about this giving the guns to the church no questions asked that's the weirdest thing you understand that in the ghetto, because that's where the concentration of guns is at the city, but we're going to call the city a ghetto because that's what it is. People get caught with weapons that they bought from other people, weapons that have been used to kill other people, and the person who gets caught with it goes to jail for all of those bodies. So you telling me in the system, y'all won't look into what happened after dude is caught, even ask him how many people you killed with this, you know? Won't look around further than that. You like you get caught with this weapon. This weapon is registered as being shot at twelve people, killed seven. Um, you going to jail for seven bodies. But in a situation where a couple years ago now is, oh, uh, no matter what, give your guns to the church, and we gonna give you cash. They go, they gonna pay you for a gun that you might have killed somebody with. No questions asked. Ain't gotta leave a name or nothing just to get the guns off the street, and they put it as to make everybody safe, but nobody's really thinking about, well, some people thinking, but nobody, you know, the masses aren't thinking about the fact that, you know, you might need that later. You never know. Like, they already ban guns, but they know they can't ban things that they create. They can only start to take it away. So you ban guns, but people still got them illegally in these states, and now you're trying to get them back, you know, without force. You're trying to uh, you know, fucking beat around force and still get the thing that you want. And this is how they're getting it. They're paying people for it or they're making, you know, mass shootings or, you know, terror attacks to where people are saying, oh, this gun shit is not, it's not good. We need to, we need to stop using guns because nobody needs it. When even the, the founding fathers understood that we needed weapons against, you know, I don't believe in none of this shit. This is the crazy part. Like, I understand a lot of it. And I understand why America is the way it is underneath, Illuminati-wise, you know, biblically-wise, and also just by history and the things that have happened if you take all of that extra credit shit out. So the Founding Fathers, whether they had evil in their hearts or not, they made a country, they made a nation, and they made rules to it, and they tried to make the rules make as much sense as possible. And they know that if you don't, want a government to take over you you need to have the same caliber of weapons that the government has because if everybody imagine if we all reverted to you know old style pistols you know the fucking revolvers and whatnot then that means we all got six shooters 
and the government is running in with AKs. It's the same situation that happens when a mass murderer comes in. Except it's the government, and you know the government, they do what they want. Like, it's times when you come against people in your everyday life who work for the government, not even soldiers. They work for the government, and they're so stuck in the rules that they won't even lean left or right, and they end up kind of screwing up your day or maybe even screwing up your life temporarily because they don't care. It's just about the rules. Now, imagine a soldier. You don't know what soldiers do, but they go in other countries. I noticed on the commercial for Go Army, they don't show... Who the army is shooting at they just showing the soldiers shooting nice nice big guns you know but people are dying on the other side of that camera you know that's test footage that's that's you know that's a commercial but still people in the real life of it people are dying on the other side of those those that perspective you know what I mean so it's like you gotta you gotta check all of that you gotta check all of that on the other side the reality of it is that they trying to take shit because they don't want you to be able to fend for yourself. Because if you don't have a weapon, they coming at you. If you do have, have a weapon, even if it's like small caliber, you might have a chance. But they're going to keep killing people until it's a, it's a cold thing. Because you know eventually people will say, take away all the guns. And once the American public says it, because this truly is a country for the people and by the people, the government has to enact it. And even though it's their plan, they baited you right into it on some old school fucking war tactics shit. These niggas know war tactics, man. We don't know none of that. They baiting us into shit. Especially these white people who not into things. If you're not a white person really into politics or really into this Illuminati shit, then you're not going to understand what's happening and you're going to really fall right into their hands. Because the minorities already, by being through what we've been through through history with this country, we're already going to be skeptical. And we're already going to be defiant. But y'all love this place. And y'all going to run with it. And because y'all are the mass in this country, because of what this country is, y'all are the majority, then what y'all say is going to go. And y'all going to call for everything to be gone. And then we're going to all get killed. Like... That's the crazy part of it, if you believe in it. I still say these things. I believe in it, but niggas talk so much about reality that we ain't really willing to, or my reality or your reality, that we ain't willing, willing to sit down and check each other's facts and see what's real and see what's not. Because that's how you get to the bottom of everything, you know? But aside from that, you just got to be ready, man. It's a lot of stuff that niggas is trying to do. They're trying to take a lot from us. Excuse me. They're trying to take a lot from us. And it's going to start with the weapons. It started with it started with our knowledge. But it moved on to the weapons. Um, let's talk about more conspiracies. <laughs> I'm going to just go on the conspiracy rant real quick. Um, JFK. Let's go with the Mandela effect. If you've ever researched, I'll just spit some stuff off. If you've ever researched JFK getting killed before two years ago or a year ago, then you will notice that it was him in the car and his wife. And in the front, it was, I believe, a senator and a bodyguard. Now, if you check the video, and I even had a bootleg, this is the crazy part, I had a bootleg copy of Watchmen, and even in Watchmen it was different. Now when you check it, there's uh, two, I think two bodyguards in the front seat, 
the senator is now in the back seat with his wife and in the middle seat is JFK and his wife, which is impossible because I know for a fact in my head that I remember JFK getting shot, bow, bow, and his wife climbing over the back seat. She climbed over the seat that she was in to grab his brains up or to, to get out or something. Now that would mean that to try to grab his brain, she would have had to climb over the separator, the divider between herself and the people in the back and also climb over them in one motion for me to mistake that as that. You know, the Mandela effect is a, sorry, the Mandela effect is about things changing to where um, we don't remember in our memory, like, like, um, like fucking Terminator Genesis where Kyle Reese, you know, his, um, his memory was changing because the Terminator being sent back in a different way changed how the future was supposed to be. So it changed his existence, you know, and that's supposed to be what we see in like the same thing. Something changed. We don't know how it happened or if people went back in time and, and changed it or if, or if our memory was wrong or like it's confusing to talk about it, but research it for yourself, the Mandela effect. Give me a second. Um, the Illuminati in general is a group of people that want to take over the world or are working to take over the world or have taken over the world already and they just need to complete their plan. They they basically worship the devil. But they, they worship the devil. They little the Illuminati, the illuminated ones, they believe that they have the supreme knowledge of the earth and the universe. If you read the Bible you know that Satan told you know, Adam and Eve, well, he told Eve really that she could be a god or she is a god. And God told her, you know, you'll start to die if you eat from this tree of knowledge. So there's knowledge out there. But who even knows if us as human beings can understand that knowledge? What if that knowledge itself start to make us die? You know, sorry, I, I fuck up my words, but all right. It starts to make us die. Think about that. Like, what if the knowledge of bad things literally infected our hearts in the way that it changed how it runs and it no longer can beat forever. But the Illuminati on the other side, they believe that the devil, when he came down, of course, they don't believe he's the devil. They believe he's still Lucifer and he's a light bearer and that he brings knowledge and he tried to bring knowledge to Eve, but they didn't listen. So now, you know, they're trying to bring that knowledge to the whole world through, a, through the means of tricking them, not going to everybody how an Israelite might do or a Jehovah Witness or a Christian might do, but what they do is they put it in everything and they put it in your face 24-7. So when we say these shows are evil, I don't know how other people take it, but me in my life now, I understand that they're trying to manifest something. And when they put the devil horns up in magazines and in little kids' TV shows and in, in, in regular TV shows and in movies where a person would normally just move their hand in a certain way, but instead their hand is resting in a devil position in a devil horn position and you ask yourself why is it like that because you as a human being you've never sat like that because that's uncomfortable you feel that you feel that your hands are separated and you have to keep it like that unless if you rest it your hands are almost all together but they keep them extended sometimes and it's like that's weird so what they're trying to do is manifest or at least in what i believe now they're trying to manifest something not that not that it's actually harming you it harms you when you start to do these things over and over and you believe in it. 
but the power of everybody doing something can make things be manifested. It can cause manifestation, basically. So even if nobody really believes in it, the act of everybody doing it causes something. Like Christmas. The Bible says, doesn't it says don't celebrate Christmas. Don't put gifts under a tree because I believe it's supposed to... Um, it's supposed to be, it's like an old school ritual that they used to do with putting presents under a tree and they were doing it to basically um, pay respect to a certain God, which I spoke about before in, um, in one of these podcasts. It's like not a God, it was, a, it was half, half angel or half human or half animal like we call it Nephilim, but it was something that had some kind of power on this earth or that had some kind of deformity from being a hybrid and people started to worship it most likely or it could have just been a person that was a giant or anything like that i don't remember what it was but i know the point is they they used to put gifts under the tree for it and us in christmas if the whole world follows that not the whole world but a lot of people follow christmas not knowing that it's actually a ritual so if everybody is doing this ritual, regardless of if you know it or not, then doesn't that mean something will happen? Like take if witchcraft was real and and you knew nothing about witches because you never seen a movie before. But for some reason, somebody came to you and was like, yo, I know a good way to cook some turkey. You get a cauldron, you put some fire under it, you put in some spices, a uh, pig's ear, this, this, that, that, little toenail. And you like you taste it and it's good and you make it and you tell everybody about it and now y'all all cooking out this this cauldron, not knowing that y'all 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 are you know making some some witchcraftery shit you know, it doesn't mean that y'all you haven't made it just because y'all don't believe in it because it's still gonna manifest itself because everybody's doing it, it's gonna fill the world up and it's gonna change how the world operates, because the world works off energies you feel energies all the time. Because what danger is, danger is just energy that your body feels externally, you know. I move on to, to, to this bodily um, conspiracy that I have um, with being psychic or, or psychic activity. Your body sends messages to the rest of your, your, sorry, your brain sends messages to the rest of your body, giving it commands. Like if you move your fingers, that's really your brain telling your fingers to move, but the the act of it is so instant that you don't even realize that it was a command. You just think you move your finger because that's what you want to do. You know? You want to do it. Your will manifests into action through your brain, you know, and sends it out to your hand. It makes it do it. Blah, blah. So, I believe that it's the same way between human beings because we're all made of the same things. And we all have brains. And if our brain can connect to things in that way, then it has to connect to people. Because you get feelings from people. You can make people feel things based on the things that you say or based on the things that you do. So we have some control over each other. We have to be connected in that way. So if that's possible, then I believe that psychic connections are possible if you work your brain in the right way. Ways that I haven't figured out, I don't know. But I figure it'd just be like training yourself to, to, to have full control of your body. You know, if you sit there and move things slowly... You move your fingers up and down slowly. You have really full control. Because you have to learn to stop it from jolting. Stop it from jerking. If you open it, close it. 
You have to learn to make it smooth, and I believe it'll take that same kind of work to try to get into a person's brain. I don't know if it'll force them to do something, but I believe you can influence actions even with your thoughts if you train. You can influence actions based on your actions and based on your words, but not, I believe, not by your thoughts unless you, unless you, you really work on it. But who knows? You know, just the act of talking to a person and changing their thoughts might be psychic things. Um, let me try to find another conspiracy. The man walking on the moon. I gotta add my own twist to this, right? Because the man walking on the moon is a little, like, fishy to me by itself. It's fishy because... Hold on. I'm gonna save this for a little bit because it takes too long to do. It's a little bit fishy because asteroids don't make it down to Earth, right? Things from outer space don't make it down to Earth because of our atmosphere. That's a simple fact right there. In my mind, how can anything leave if nothing can come in? If the atmosphere is so strong, what is it soft on one side and it's hard on the other side? How do you come back in? It's all nonsense when you think about that part alone. Fuck what they made. What they made comes from Earth. The Earth is made from shit out of space. If a shit from out of space can't, which is the original, that's like if God walked through and couldn't beat a nigga in basketball. If Michael Jordan could do it, but God can't do it, that shit don't make no damn sense. Vice versa, if an asteroid could come down and be broken up by the atmosphere, how can anything from Earth, regardless of how it's shaped, make it out and come back? And come back in a different shape. Technically, because it's not the same thing coming back. It's a rocket that goes up, shaped a certain way. A space shuttle is shaped damn near like a plane. A plane that's able to enter Earth's atmosphere. That's nonsense. That's entirely nonsense. But another fact. We can't we can't go too far down into the water because it's too much pressure. Um, we can't displace enough earth to stop a hole from closing because it's so-called gravity or attraction, as I like to believe it. So if we can't dig into the earth too far and we can't go into the water too deep, then why would we be able to go into the sky too high? It's all about keeping us safe, regardless of what we think we know. That's why I don't think it's possible again. Um, another fact that I thought of recently was just the simple fact of gravity. If the sun is holding all these planets together, right, and we know we talk about gravity isn't active on Earth because we're not big enough, right? Now, hold this. Gravity isn't active because we're not big enough. But the planets are big enough and the moon is big enough. But you're telling me that a spaceship can leave the Earth, leave the Earth, which has its own gravity that's keeping the moon intact. The gravity of the Earth is keeping the moon where it is, but the space shuttle can get up out of the Earth through the atmosphere that breaks all asteroids and leave the gravity of the Earth and make it to the moon and not be stuck on the moon from being on the moon. That makes no sense. 
It's not possible. Because if you was to be small enough, you would be affected even more by the gravity than the moon would. That's why things that get too close, that's too small. Or things that get too close, because anything that gets too close to the earth is smaller than the planets are and what we believe in. So it'll be pulled in by the gravity because everything is in so-called, you know, gravitational lock based on where everything is. Um... Niggas got their own theories like the flag not waving or the flag waving, but it's no wind showing that it's fake and that there's a place in um like Texas or something like that or New Mexico I believe that looks just like um looks just like Mars basically it's basically a desert and if you tint it red I'm I'm an idiot sorry these are two different things I was thinking about I don't know where the place is that looks like the moon but you could fucking make it look like the moon or TV came out very recently before that, so it's like they could have staged it because technology was new and nobody was really knowing about, you know, watching shit like that. Like, niggas don't know nothing about special effects, you know what I mean? We need to check how long Star Wars came out before the moon landing. That's a real interesting thing because Star Wars innovated a lot of special effects things, and if Star Wars was already in motion, then that mean these niggas could have been like, oh, that's really cool. Let's do that, you know? Simple. We, um, just with the camera working, of course they said the camera had a way to work. It's just a lot of fishy stuff that we don't believe because they don't give us all the information. Now, I might be wrong, and there might be more information that we don't know about, but we believe as regular people that there's no technology that you know that could survive the, the freezing cold of space, which you don't really know the temperature of. Because this is new. How do you send people up there ready for the coldness of space and you don't know how cold space is? It's the first couple tests. How do you know? How do you make something that won't freeze? How do you make something that'll go through a radiation belt and not infect people while already not knowing of the radiation belt? You've never tested anything in it, really. You had, um, I think, Neil Armstrong or one of these niggas was like, um, if we went through the radiation belt, I didn't feel nothing about it, but we went straight through it. But then the SpaceX program was like, what we need to do is, SpaceX is something real, real really, re sorry, some, something real recent. I saw a stutter and I got too excited. That's why you don't get too excited. That's why I be monotone. But, um, SpaceX was trying to solve the problem of the Van, the Van Allen, or the Van, not Van Halen, because I know that's a Van, I believe it's the Van Allen belt, which is a belt of radiation that's like right outside the Earth. And on its way to the moon. So if they're trying to solve that now, that means that they never solved it back in the day in the 60s. Which means that they never went because those people would be dead. You know? That's a simple fact right there. And, um, you know, one of these old school 60s, you know, space cowboys, this nigga's talking about some, yeah, we went through it. We went straight through it, man, and I ain't feel no effects, you know? So I'm like, yeah, that's fake. But that's just what it is. Um, It's a part where, if you look at the video footage, it's a part where this nigga falls and he bounces up backwards. And it kind of looks like he's on the wire. Like, it looks like how a nigga would move if they fucked up the wire work. You know? Um, It's like he tried to jump and he got pulled late. So he fell over without any forward momentum, you saw. And then, what is forward momentum? Because you, you're in space with no gravity. How can you fall forward with no gravity? That's nonsense. How can you stay to the moon? They said there's no gravity. You can jump. I mean, it's low gravity. Sorry. 
but the moon doesn't have any atmosphere. That's another point. I done walked into another point. If the moon doesn't have an atmosphere, it can't keep any fucking gravity in. It doesn't have a core. There's no gravity. There's no gravity. How can there be gravity just because it's massive? I thought the core makes everything. The core that moves makes everything on our earth. We pull to the core. What are we pulled to on the moon? If there's no atmosphere, there's nothing keeping them in. Doesn't that mean that if they jump, they're going to keep going? Complete nonsense. Prove me wrong if you listen to this and you know some shit. That's it. I'm going to end that shit right there because I'm tired of talking. That was my conspiracy theory episode. Maybe I'll bring a more constricted and more concise one later. But, you know, I was just trying to get something out because it clears my mind. So, Black Moon, fucking Lower Mav signing off. Check out my album, Playgrounders, on YouTube, Deezer, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, everything. Check that shit out. Peace.